I'm a professor of cognitive science, so I feel like this is my time to shine. And regarding your conversation about the senses last week, I just want to chime in and say that JF was 100% correct. There's all sorts of evidence that shows our senses are much more interdependent than we like to think. So things that we think taste totally different, we are pretty much unable to distinguish them if we don't have other information like visual information to the point where people think red wines or white wines and vice versa. So there's this study from France where they tested wine students. These are students who professionally study wine. They gave them a bunch of white wines, and they asked them to describe the smell, and then they gave them the same wines, dyed red, and again asked them to describe the smell, and they gave completely different responses. So they're technically smelling the same thing, but without the visual information or with different visual information, they get it completely wrong. Um, so JF is absolutely spot on there. Um, that said, those three pizzas taste completely different, and I could distinguish them uh, 100% of the time, no doubt. And if you don't think that's true, then you're a big old dingus. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. Couldn't hear the last 12 or 13 seconds of that voicemail. I think there was some maybe interference. I don't know if this guy was on 5G. I heard it. I heard it pretty well. I heard it pretty good. Hey, I also want to say if you wanted to uh, study some wine, go over to Jesse's house after the Titans blow it in the fourth quarter. They did, man. Boy, that put a sour fucking taste in my mouth. Can I tell you what? Can I tell you what? Boy. Not good. Not good. Watching that game today. Hell of a game. Um, You know what? They showed up. Uh, there in the second half, you got to give it up to him for showing up and clawing back. But a fucking field goal again. How many times are we going to do this bullshit? You know, I'm sick of it. If if let me let me say this to Steven Gostkowski. Tell him. Okay. Let him know. Can I tell you let something, man? Can I tell you something? Yeah. Mr. Big Money Man. Listen up. If I put aside two, two and a half, three, three and a half hours to sit on my duff and watch you go out there and do God knows what. You know, the least you could do is get it through the stinking uprights, okay? You know how many people would kill for that job and have? You had one job, <laughs> okay? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, that would be so easy to do. Sports. Spor- to be a professional kicker? Yes. In the football to play, league? To play sports at a at a high level like that where you could get paid millions of dollars. It would be so easy. be so easy. What do you do? You go out there, you... Honestly, I think the, ha- the the hardest part of being a pro athlete would be finding a bank that would cash the check because the checks are so big, honestly. I think that'd be... Yeah. A lot of banks are like, wow, this is too much money. I don't think... We're, we're not really equipped to... And not... Yeah, I just want to clarify. Not big size-wise. They're not handing... They're not bringing these guys these big... No. Publishers clearinghouse For, checks. These are regular well, checks, weeks, but the amount on Week them, one, they do, and week 17, they do. And then every playoff game, the check is big. But the rest of them are, I think, even <laughs> even direct deposit. 
But it's tradition for week one, they hold the big check and say, hey, thank you. They have to kiss the owner of the team when they do that as well. It's kind of a cool, yeah. I mean, it's just a I can't cool wait. Sport. I can't wait for my kiss, the owner of the team. I can't wait for all the guys to kiss me on my, yeah. all my team, all of my players to kiss me today. Robert Kraft going in the locker room. Where's my hug? Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's why Brady left. He's like, I'm only going to kiss my son. I can't, I'm not going to be kissing you too. It's yeah. too much, you know? Yeah. Could you make my son the owner of the... <laughs> no, we can't do that. I mean, the way... Well, then I'm not kissing anyone. I'm out of here. <laughs> the way this sport is going, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody's young son ended up owning a team. Would, that wouldn't surprise me at all if a baby ended up owning an NFL team. I mean, honestly, there's a team... In, they, they moved yeah. the football team to Vegas. Anything can happen now, you know? <laughs> my TV fucking cut out when the game was, like, about to end anyways. So, honestly, it's whatever. I, I guess that's good. I guess that's good for the TV just to be like... I mean, they actually did the technical difficulties thing during the broadcast today. And your TV was like, you're done. You don't need to see. Yeah. I was like, thanks. I'm going to do you a solid. I appreciate that, you know? So whatever. I'll just stick. To, I'll, I'll stick to watching VHS. I guess that's what I'm... I guess that's what I have to do now is watch VS, VHS tapes, you know? Fine. That's what you got. I guess that's what you got to do. I guess that's where I'm at right now. Um. Anyway... Uh, let's see what else. Well, I don't want to take another victory lap on the pizza thing. Obviously, I was right. Um, obviously, I was correct about that. So stupid. Oh, I was. I was actually thinking earlier today. I was like, man, this would be funny if I ordered several pizzas to your house, and I was gonna do it. And I was like, but I was like, when are we gonna record the episode? Because I wasn't sure when it when it was gonna be. So right. A really great gag would have been to order you a pizza from Domino's that showed up. And you're like, did you order me a pizza? And I'm like, I don't know. And then the pizza from Papa John shows up and you're like, what's this all about? Yeah. Kind of a cool gag I had in my head that I didn't do because I'm lazy. Right. But you could see how it would be funny. I could see how that would be funny. And of course, the other cool thing is, is now I don't have to throw away a bunch of pizza. So really, I got to. Yeah, it kind of saved you. Thanks. Yeah. I got to enjoy it. And now I don't have to. Toss a bunch of pepperonis. Deal with, deal with the guilt of knowing it's in the fridge. And yeah, I could eat. I could eat a slice. And no, like I hurt anybody. Knowing it's not going to be good, but it's like it's sitting in there. It's there. It's just going to go bad if I don't eat it. Did you know that you can't recycle pizza boxes? They're not recyclable because did, they fucking absorb so much grease. Didn't know that they can't do what anything. Do they do with them? them? They, you got to throw them in the garbage. You can't. They can't recycle them. Isn't that crazy? I think they have to do the same thing with your shirts. Okay, well, I don't put my shirts in the recycling bin, so that right there doesn't track You're at all. recycling your shirts? I just threw away a pair of socks that they <laughs> went right in the garbage can. Didn't feel a thing. Had a bunch of holes yeah. in the socks, whatever. I got a bunch of underwear that are on the way out. I got to re-up. I got to get some new underwear, and they have the... They have... Uh, you see Branson, uh, he had a picture of his uh, shirt with the armpit our, discolored or yes, whatever. Yes, our friend Alex was, Branson. I was gonna be like, "Hey man, do you also have the the underwear with the huge nutsack hole blown out of it?" Because uh, are your nutsacks blowing holes in your fucking underwear? What are you doing with your nuts? Yeah, they're just old. Uh, I mean, they have the holes in the underwear. You know, I gotta re up. I gotta get. Uh, don't act like you've never had a hole in your underwear. The guy never. who's never had a hole in his anywhere in his underwear. Never, ever, ever never get in my life, life have I done that. I take get a I life. take care of my underwear. I respect my underwear. <laughs> I get nice underwear and then I, I wear it and it lasts on me. I'm not doing like fucking insane shit with my nuts. I don't understand what you're doing with you're your nuts. Ironing, you're ironing them and putting before folding them and putting them away. Do you not fold your underwear? I am doing some work 
on my nuts. Okay. And I need access to them, so I just rip the hole out. That's what I need it is. Access to these nuts. Yeah. 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 And this is in the middle of the day, and you're sitting on the couch, and you realize you have to get to your nuts really fast, <laughs> and you just start panicking and grabbing your nuts. I'm <laughs> just pawing at the jeans that I have. <laughs> trying to get in there. Um, let's give an update on an old Kickstarter, Mike. Uh, check this out. You remember this shit? You remember Cheerable, the board game for cats? You remember that? Don't remember this at all. This is from episode 149 in May. Yep. When the hell, whenever the hell that was. It's huh? gonna be May. When we talked about it, it had one hundred and eighty-four thousand dollars, um, and it ended with five hundred and seventeen thousand dollars Australian. Oi, you know, right, right, mate. Oh, oh, mate. Oh, oh, mate. Why? Why? This is one of those guys. Um, oh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> this was a. It's on Indie. It's on Indiegogo now. What's it's this on all Indiegogo about? So now, it's on yeah. Kickstarter, but it has the Indiegogo back it on Indiegogo. Yeah button do you see this i do see this yeah they're sharing some kind of i mean this has been this has been done a few times that i've noticed where kickstarter will just throw you over to indiegogo and then indiegogo will say hey it raised 369 dollars uh three hundred sixty nine thousand dollars us on another platform it doesn't even say kickstarter this is another platform like we all know what it is dick that's they did do dirty like that they just that's toss you over to indiegogo and then you're like yeah like the Kickstarter, you might have seen this on other websites. The Kickstarter website doesn't say go here to back it on another website. It says Indiegogo. Yeah. Show them the respect that they showed you. You know, put some respect on their fucking name, bro. Now it's up to four hundred fifty-eight thousand dollars US on Indiegogo if you include uh, the Indiegogo cash. And basically, Indiegogo allows a little more functionality in terms of working like a store. So now it's like this is a store. We always say with Kickstarter, you're it's not a store. You can't. Just go buy the stuff on there. You're just hoping it happens at some point. But with Indiegogo, they just say, yeah, it's a store. It's a store, so whatever. You know? Um, that's fine. Do whatever you want. Just give me the money. And uh, this was basically... You know, cats like to play around with their little crap, right? They like their boxes. They like their little spinny balls. <laughs> you know? I'm sick of it, but they seem to like it still. And this one was like, what if we put... What if we made the cat... What if we made a little cat area look more like something a uh, person would like? So it looks like a video game controller or it just has like some pretty colors or whatever, which cats don't care about at all. But if you put a little sp yeah. spinny ball in there and then it makes the whole thing look like a billiards table, you can kind of trick yourself into thinking your cat is smart. So and I think that's cats. Cats going like this is uh, this is reminiscent of like an analog controller. This uh <laughs> Fuzzy, fuzzy ball. It looks like the joystick of an Atari. He would like to sit in there appreciating yeah. the nostalgia of the, the design. Yeah, the six-year-old cat. Like a... Harkens back to the uh, late 80s, this, <laughs> this design here. Looks like an arcade controller, maybe. A... <laughs> yeah, really, really, really stupid uh, stuff. I mean, if you get a cat little spinny ball. I don't have any problem with that or, or, yeah, or get him yeah. a box or whatever, but... I do fucking hate the scratching boards. And basically that just comes down to not liking cats. I hate the cats because I don't like the scratch. <laughs> I hate cats. I don't like the scratching boards because they just, they're trash that you leave on the floor for a while until it gets too trashy. But if you don't do that, they'll tear up your furniture. So you, you're, it's kind of a lose-lose situation there with cats. Um, anyways, this one raised a, an absolute shitload of money. And uh, there are a few comments from the backers as well, as you might imagine, on a, a project of this size. This one says, 
Hello, Backer717 here. I backed this project in April, filled out the survey as soon as it came out. Shipping was supposed to happen in July. It's the end of October now. The lack of transparency here is unacceptable. Additionally, it's absorb, which I think they mean absurd, but I thought absor absorb was a funny... Come on, that's a good type. That's a funny typo to me. Absorb? Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's funny. I think it's a knee slapper. It's absorb that you're... I'm going to say the whole sentence and then laugh. Additionally, it's absorb... It again. It's absorb that you're responding to your backers saying you just got back from an eight-day public holiday and they can expect a tracking number to come in weeks. Do you want to laugh? Ab absorb? Yeah, there it is. There it is. Bingo. <laughs> so uh, so that's not good. There's another one that says, so are we all pretty much at a consensus that this was a scam? I've been told every two weeks things are happening, and it's been about three months with no tracking info or anything. The ones who did receive products don't seem happy either. And that is borne out by the, the final comment I got here, which says, I got my cheerable in the mail. I got one ball for my cat in a gray color. It is too big for a cat. The ball, even on the green setting, is too jittery, and it will get stuck on the carpet and can't get off, so I have to move it back onto the tile so it can roll. My cat will look at it for a few minutes, pounce once or twice, then sit on it while it spins before she walks away from it. I guess Potsy's happy to hear that. The interaction level leaves a lot to be desired. Excellent. Something small is appealing to uh, something small is appealing to cats. This looks like a dog-sized toy. It's also a pretty cheap felt on the outside and loud when it rolls from the plastic housing. I hope my other items are better for her. So it's cheap and the cat doesn't like it um, and it's annoying and doesn't work. But other than that. Sounds like me. Hey, sounds like me. My cat doesn't like, I got my cat that flip fish. Yes. On Instagram, which, I mean, we should be probably looking at that. Flip fish? Flip fish. Yeah. Okay. Come on. I'll get our lawyer on the but, phone. She has no interest in it whatsoever. So, buying these fucking things for your cat crapshoot. Well, did the, th did, crap did the thing you get from Instagram turn out like you wanted it to? Did it turn out to be the right thing? Is it a normal thing? It's the right thing. It's just my cat just doesn't. She's not playful, so she's just like I'd rather just lay. You know, I see what you're doing and I appreciate it yeah. with the toy and yeah. I know it was like twenty, twenty three bucks or something like that Ooh. plus shipping, whatever that was. Ooh. And I appreciate it, but you know I'm not into catnip, and I'm not into toys or anything like that. Wow. I kind of just want to do my own thing and vibe. So you guys are just vibing. Um, yeah. You're mainly taking the catnip now just as a way to sort of... I mean, it's just... And I'm playing with the fish until the... I guess until the batteries die. I got to get some use of, out of you need to, all the shit Your money needs to go somewhere, yeah. I Laying, laying in the cat tree. I'm glad the Instagram thing <laughs> panned out for you, though, because... I will say that someone in this house, and I don't think it's necessary to say who it was. Um, I'll just say it wasn't me, and it wasn't the kids. But <laughs> there was someone in this house who did buy something from a Facebook ad, which is very similar to an Instagram ad, right? Um, Owned by the same company, JL. Is that true? <laughs> and uh, and it didn't out. It didn't turn out quite like we had hoped. Um, some. Halloween decorations that were supposed to do a certain thing and uh, and basically got just a really insulting facsimile of what So what, what was they purchased. were these uh, Halloween pumpkins that were supposed to yeah. move or something or the face was supposed to move and you got them and they were just like plastic pumpkins. The idea pumpkins? I think of the pumpkins was that and this is actually like the real product is like an as seen on TV style product like it exists. Um, and the idea is like these yeah. pumpkins are pretty big, almost like normal pumpkin size. 
and there's a, a mini projector in the pumpkin that then on a loop like does these faces projected onto the front of the plastic pumpkin. And so it looks as if it's a jack-o'-lantern with a moving face. Now, gotcha. is that something I would have liked to have bought for myself? No, but once it was purchased, you do expect it to show up. And uh, it, what instead showed up were three pumpkins roughly the size of the palm of my hand. Oh, no. Yeah. Which, That's not good. when you turn, on the, you turn on the switch, a red light comes on inside the pumpkin, and the pumpkin goes, ah, 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 which... <laughs> Not for nothing, but it's not what the pumpkin says. And it's not even scary. Sorry. <laughs> well, actually, if you see it... I'm trying to scare I me. I will say, if you see it in person, actually, it is sort of... It is kind of <laughs> affecting, yeah. So, I don't know. So, the the buying stuff, just don't buy stuff online, okay? Go to the store. Go to the store, get face-to-face with some of the people in the store, the people who work there. You know, Black Friday's coming up, so I guess get prepared for that to go out there and mingle with a lot of people in person. So you can make, get your hands on the item that you want, okay? And yeah. fight somebody if you... Bite them if you have to, you know? Uh, Kill them. Take, draw, draw blood. <laughs> this is war. What do you think that's going to be like this year, the Black Friday thing? You've, have you ever gone... You, I don't, you don't strike me as someone who has ever done that, ever. Not a Black Friday guy. I've never had any kind of money. To buy anything with. Yeah. So I'm upset well, Black Friday. But it's maybe cheaper. The past it's 36 years of my it's life. It's cheaper on Black Friday. So it's actually okay if you don't have a lot of money because you can get. Yeah. You can <laughs> get there, a deal. For the past like three three years or four years, on, there's nothing I ever want from a Black Friday ad. Yeah. It's not like they have a sale on weed or something. I'm going to be like, yeah, I got to get to the. <laughs> if they did. Honestly. I mean, I would be. I would be pushing the front. I mean, I would be one of those crazy. If they did have a sale on weed, it would be, okay, the first five people in the store get the deal on the weed. And, by the way, this is special weed that's not as good as the normal weed we'd, we would sell, um, yeah. but it has yeah. the same name as that weed. Um, and it's actually not even a deal because it's worse. Um, and there's no uh, warranty offered on this weed. Or whatever. Whatever the deal, like the TVs that, that go on sale... Yeah, you, yeah. It's like $150 off, and you get there, and it's like, there's no remote or plug, so. <laughs> but it's still <laughs> it's a TV. Um, it's an open box. It's fucking smashed. Nothing would be. Open box, <laughs> no returns. <laughs> nothing will be any better, though, than the, the Lego guy. That was the best. The Lego Star Wars guy. I, but that wasn't even Black Friday, though, right? That was just Star Wars Day What's or that? something. What was that? The, um, it was a Lego yeah, the, remember the thing the the um the it was decimated the the Funko Pops were decimated. Oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> I remember that guy. Yeah, who is that guy? He's, he's are we not saying his name? Well, he has a really unique name, but it's not. I, you know, it's not his fault. He likes Funko Pops and Star Wars or whatever. But I thought it was very funny the way that that was written. But the whole like the diary of being in line on. I think it was just Star Wars Day, or was it like the day? It wasn't the day one of the movies came out, but there must be. Is there a Star Wars Day on the calendar? You know this. Shit. Yeah, it's uh, May fourth. Oh, it is May fourth, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, it's May fourth. I think that's what it was. And then they went there, and they were like, he was saying uh, he wanted he wanted he wanted to be in line for all the special Legos, right? The special Star Wars Legos, and the Captain Phasma Funko and all this shit, which. Is made even fun. I mean, it's it's bad to begin with, but it's even funnier when you actually watch the movies and Captain Phasma is in it okay. for like four seconds. Yeah, 
I stayed in the normal line where I told my fiance who I dragged along. By the way, there's to head there's to, no normal line there, but go on. To head to the Lego line. I couldn't buy anything big because I'd have to ship it home, but a small piece couldn't hurt. She was back with my Ray speeder before the 25 or so people in front of me made their way through the aisle. When I turned the corner, it looked like there hadn't been any toys at all. One or two, three and a uh, three-quarter inch figures hung on the 20 or so pegs. The six-inch black series pegs, of which there were significantly less, were empty. Lots of other pegs were empty, too. The Funko Pops had been decimated, with just a few fins and rays remaining. Oh. I eyed a Captain Phasma near the back. But as my I made my way to grab it, someone in front of me got it. A small child. I looked around. I looked around. Someone in front of me. Yeah. yeah. Left that part out. <laughs> there were a few larger items, a few smaller items uh, tied to the original trilogy, but almost everything Kylo Ren, Finn, Ray, Poe, or Phasma was gone. Fuck. I asked the employees if they had more in the back. Yes. <laughs> they said they didn't. Even if they were uninformed or lying... <laughs> I'd never know. Hey, let's all lie to this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I love it. Yes, we have some in the back. They're just for employee use only, though. We will be taking them out of the box and playing with them, um, which we know we're not supposed to do, but we do anyways because we love it. Um, That's such an iconic... That's such an iconic piece from that guy. And I wonder... So, like, the Captain Phasma thing in particular... I mean, even the Ray stuff, which, you know, and I still haven't seen episode nine or solo or whatever, and maybe I never will. I don't know. But what yeah. what is what do you think is worse for just from that guy's point of view and other guys like him? Is it funnier or more pathetic if, like, looking back on the official things from movies that were bad and no one cares about anymore, is it more embarrassing for him to still care and value those things? Or is it more embarrassing that he has moved on from them and all of that was for absolutely nothing? Like, what's the funnier scenario? (laughs) He's like, does he still have the Captain Phasma thing out just to show that it was worth it? They're both pretty fucking funny. I mean, just... And you you posted this other thing uh, from the same guy who said, like, uh, he's wrapping (laughs) up the Mandalorian. And he says, one of his things that he writes in this thing... Who is this person? Is Is he a writer? Yeah. Is he, a, is, he a, is he a writer yeah, for something? Yeah, okay. for like a geek site, yeah. This scene was the Mandalorian at its full power, mixing incredible action beats with humor and stakes. One example is the moment the Mandalorian uses the big gun to wipe out the remaining bad guys. <laughs> it simply gave me chills. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, man. That's so funny. That's so stupid. I watched the episode. I watched that episode, and it was actually cool. It was cool. It was cool. The big gun. It's just funny to write about it so, (laughs) you know, rapturously. That's, uh, oh man, to have two hits like that in your life. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it's the same guy is just. They actually, when it, they, the, that, uh, that, um, that article has been changed since then, by the way. If you go and like read it again, they've actually (laughs) changed that around. So, um, really funny stuff. Uh, Star Wars. I guess they're still going to keep doing it. So check it out. Yeah. Check it out. While you still can, huh? All right, Mike. Uh, we got to do the six pack, but before let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more YKS in just a second. Hello and welcome 
Or hi, my name is Cole. My name is Andrew. We host a podcast called Podcast But Outside. Cole Hirsch. I didn't. I should say my full. We should uh, say our full name. Not necessary. We host a podcast called Podcast But Outside, where Cole and I set up a table on the sidewalk and talk to strangers who are walking by. We have a sign on our table that says "Hi." Be a yeah. guest on our podcast, and we will pay, pay you one dollar. We are the only ethical podcast. We're the only podcast that pays. We have really interesting conversations with really fun folks. Like who? Like this guy. My sister lives in Denver. Oh, that was, a, that was a whole thing? Yeah. You said really interesting conversation. Denver's a totally different city. That's interesting. If you don't live there, I guess. Do you have a better one? Better what? Example? Yes. Like, yeah, I do, actually. Play it. Okay. Do you want to be like Joe Biden them? Have sex with animals? Jesus Christ. What? That is not a good example of our show. Why? Everyone's talking about Joe Biden. Not like that. Why don't we play one that we know people will like? Oh, who, like, like Marilyn? Marilyn. Okay. And I was somebody else's wife for a while. But the second yeah. one worked out. Well, until he died. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry okay. to hear that. It turned out he had a double life. Wow. What? What, what was the second life? He was a crack addict. What? Wait, how do you and, hide and that? A, Hold on. How do you hide? I don't He was a nice old Jewish guy. How did he get addicted to crack? He started smoking it. <laughs> I know, but I just, I'm just trying to, I know. <laughs> that was a good clip. Hey, thank you. So please subscribe to Podcast But Outside on YouTube and podcast apps. And then have a good t- t- time. time. Welcome to the Six Pack. Okay, it's time for the show. It is uh, the Six Pack time. Mike, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do it. Um, I'm gonna do the first one to get it out of the way and just get it off my plate. Okay, so we can yeah. move on yeah. with our lives. Um, it's gonna be Simptagen. All right, Simptagen number one. This is when a virus born from cats only infects men. They become simp beast. Now, Mike, you know about simping. Yeah, little guy, Bart, uh, his dad, ho- uh, homie, and uh, the mom there with the crazy hair. How does she uh, not fall over? Marge, drop your skincare routine now, babe. I need to know. <laughs> Marge, Marge is Marge is fine though. Can we be real for a minute? She is fine. She has it going on. Marge, Marge is fucking. She's thick. Oh, she got the, she got the gorilla grip. That's why <laughs> Homer stays around. That's why. I mean, he could have anybody in that town. He could have. He could have anybody. He could have what? He could have a uh, Lovejoy, who looks like a Reverend Lovejoy. The gal. Oh, the wife. Mrs. Yeah. Lovejoy. She's a freak. Um, he she is an undercover freak, I think. And then uh, Maud before she died, he could have had Maud. Yeah, he could have had what else? The Three Eyed Fish, I think, is a gal on that show. Wow, not a lot of women in Sim- that show. Not a lot of women. Bad look. Bad look. Sim Simtagen starts off in the 2010s with local police taking a phone call about what seems to be an abandoned home in the suburbs of New Jersey with a disturbing smell. When the police opened the door, they Come to find the house is filled with cats. Yep. Um, and the deceased, bo- the bodies of the deceased crazy cat ladies. And then uh, 
Well, from there, it honestly might get even crazier because the further into the house the police officers get, the sicker, then eventually transform into Simp Beast, a were-hyena-like uh, an animal s seeking a female leader of the most sexually attractive and fertile to serve as their Simp Beast Queen. The infection spreads as the uh, offers, officers, it's, I think, uh, begins eating anyone alive and passing on the Simptagen a virus that seems to only infect men. Um, boy, that's stupid. I guess this is a this is a comic, right? So you see some of the. Would you call these panels? Is that what you would call these, Mike? Yeah. Um, I mean, just an amateur type comic. The series will focus on a former basketball coach with a mysterious history in the military that leads the OGW, aka. Off-Grid Warriors, a group of men that have come together to survive the Semptagion and make their way towards what's left of freedom. So this is like a basketball coach. Well, his name's Coach Killington as well, I feel like is important to note. Cool, cool. One of these uh, one of these pages from the comic, I guess, is uh, they, won a, they won a basketball game. <laughs> Do you see this here? Yeah. Shit, I had three cheerleaders that night. Lower than my usual seven, but hey, three is still better than one. God, if I only knew. What was waiting for me in the morning, and one of the cheerleaders is blowing him, and the other one, the other two are making out together, and they have their big asses out, which I got to tell you, do not mind that panel. Yeah, I actually, I actually like that. I actually like the big ass. I'll tell you that right now. It's supposed to be bad, the have comic, big ass. I like it. The comic was, uh, if the comic book was that, just all the way through. Yeah, I would, I would have no problem. Yeah, yeah, maybe, and maybe like it, a. It might, and in fact, it might be. I mean, how to? I mean, seven cheerleaders in one night? Are you kidding me? I mean, hell. Who 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 wouldn't like to do that exact thing they're describing here in the comic? The very realistic, normal thing to describe. Um, win a win a basketball game and then have sex with three cheerleaders. Nowadays, I'd be, be I'd be happy just to win the big b ball game, much less have an orgy yeah. of of sexual delight afterwards. Um, I actually probably prefer to win the game than. Well, it's about. I mean, it's the team. But that's what, orgy's a team thing too. So, orgy seems like a lot of, a lot of work. <laughs> then the Toki Toki yeah, main. This is, this? Yeah, this is bad. Toki main is. I mean, so this is based on a real person. Poke Poke main, yeah, the streamer, Twitch streamer. Yeah, this says she is a thought streamer uh, who found the Simptagen to be a blessing and a chance to take what she deserves. In the world lost of the patriarchy. I can't really follow this guy's prose, which is bad because I think comics are like half prose. So I can't really understand what he's, the idea he's trying to uh, communicate. But uh, the drawings are here and there's, I mean, there's some big titties and asses. So if that's what you're after, that might be pretty good. But then again, you might be. It is. Okay. Well, I was just going to say you might be a simp if that's all you want is titties and asses. I am. I am. You're a simp? Tote. Tokimane as a streamer amassed far more simps than average female streamers. When the Simptagen occurred, those men that were simping and thirsting after her, once infected by the virus, all made their way towards her as simp beasts. So she's shaping up to be quite the, uh... <sighs> Look. Crap. I, it's crap. It's crap. And I think, you know, within the world of comics, you get a little leeway on some stuff. And I think you could make like an effective parody of this mindset as a comic. And people do it all the time, right? I mean, they take they take absurd notions like 
I mean, I think some of the, and I don't know a lot about comics, but from what I've read, uh, like the latter incarnations of Captain America, for instance, have been sort of satire on overt nationalism um, and that kind of stuff. And I think, I think that's like a cool thing to do with com- comics is to make these points and sort of poke fun at where comics have come from because it wasn't always a good place, you know. Um, it was a very... Uh, a very uh, world with like very well one voice and sort of one point of view um, sociopolitically. So I think that's cool to do that sometimes. And I think you could get away with doing something like, ha ha ha, this is what weird internet people think about women. Um, and then in the end, they get their comeuppance or they uh, change their mind or whatever. But this seems to be just a straightforward, uh, I hate women kind of thing. Um, especially yeah, when you put, a, you put a real woman in here. You put an actual real <laughs> person in here and say she's queen of the simps or whatever just i don't know nasty i thought and yeah obviously very stupid idea very stupid 81 dollars pledged a 500 dollars goal seven backers 33 days to go i shan't be reading it my dear boy and you know what did you see that thing a while ago when the pandemic was first kicking off um we were really having a great time with everything where they said um there's like did you see the thing about how comics are distributed like there's this one middleman company and if they go under the whole fucking thing is over with did not see that doesn't seem like a great way to do that yeah there's like one there's one company essentially that gets comics to stores so if they're not doing it there's just no other way to and i know i mean i'm not saying comic reading has to be the number one thing on the planet it's just weird there's only one setup for that i can't i don't know yeah of course i didn't remember any of it but you know what fucking type it into good what do you want me to do but at least you brought it up and kind of half told it, and that's what that's what uh Yep. That's what matters. Yep. So that's Simtage Mike. What's your first one, please? Please. Hey, I got some here that uh I got some here you might like. Got some here you might like. All it's right. called the uh, called the Burger Buddy. Called the Burger Buddy, JF. Enjoy a mess free eating experience. Uh now I know you're a big slob and you uh get stains all over your Shit, and you have uh, big blown out holes in your nutsack of your underwear. <laughs> so this, uh, this is the type of person you are. Yeah, I should be right. So this my actually alley. might be good for you. This is, uh, you ever beat a burger and it's like, goddamn, burger fucking shit falling everywhere, goddamn place, you know? No. Well, I guess some people have, and they invented this thing called the Burger Buddy, which is like a, a little uh, container to put your burger in, so it doesn't goop everywhere. Yeah, I'm going to play the video. Are you tired of making more mess than a toddler? Are you fed up with your food falling apart? Have you had enough of wasting tissue paper? Worried about spreading germs? (coughs) You know you should be, but you no longer need to worry. Introducing the Burger Buddy. Burger Buddy lets you enjoy that juicy, succulent burger anywhere without worrying about the mess. With the Burger Buddy on your side, you could be doing this. Or this. Or even this. Or this. Or this. 
or could just be doing this. Not really. Yeah, so those were Conducive all Conducive to a podcast. Those were all... Let me reshoot this fucking video. Athletic guys doing exercises, hanging upside down, doing all kind of fun stuff. And then the last one was just a lady eating a burger at a table, which is what you would be doing, by the way. Um, and then you've got a guy eating an even bigger burger than you would normally eat. Um, and there's, there's some kids as well. And tuck in. This is weird. Fact, Hang on. I'm, I think this part is the part to listen to here. You no longer have to worry about spreading germs. Yeah. You can go straight ahead and tuck in. So... One of the main thrusts, so basically, let's describe what this product actually is, right? It's like a, um, well, it's like if you take a burger and cut it in half, right? And then there's a small dip in it for your thumb to hold. Um, this is a, and then there's like an accordion style on the outside where it can get bigger or smaller depending on the size of the burger. It looks like, um, it's like a shell for your burger. Um, Ian K on Peep This Out will frequently say, I'm glad I had the burger diaper. Yeah. While he's eating a big nasty burger, and that is, of course, when you fold the paper underneath and hold it, you know. Um, Maybe we should send this to him and get his thoughts on it. We should have done that. I would. What do you think about this? Yeah, I'd love to have some interpersonal uh, interactions with that get guy. Him on the, get him on the show. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. Hang out with him. So this is like a rubber thing or whatever it is. And the thing I don't understand about this is, of course, I can eat my burger over a plate because I'm a human being. But what I don't understand is the hygienic thrust of this, where it says it will help you stop germs. I, Even if I try to act crazy for a second, I can't understand what it means by that. How are How is this helping you stop the spread of germs? And how are you spreading germs when you are eating a burger normally? Do you understand that? Yeah. No, no idea. No idea what that what that could possibly. <laughs> You're slowing the spread of germs by touching your own food. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't. What does that mean? If I get ketchup on my shirt, I'm not happy about it, but I don't think I've infected anyone. It's not contagious. Um, the, Stab, stabbing your friend in your way. Then the middle the middle of it talks about how restaurant owners get to save on their napkins, which I guess that's true. Yes, dude. It's we got fucking a lot of. Is that where your money's going? The napkins? There's a guy, they show the restaurant owner counting dollar bills. Like he's saving a bunch of money from not buying <laughs> the truckload of incredibly thin napkins. And then it's like, well, how are they supposed to clean these fucking silicone things? They got a special dishwasher for these stupid ash? I mean, that's so dumb. Um, but then, right, let's see, right after that, they also say this part that's really confusing. Let's see, where is it? Donuts, English muffins, and so much more also makes a perfect companion for Burger Buddy. The patent... So it says you can put other stuff in there. You can put a donut in this and eat a donut out of it. Who's having problems yeah. eating a donut? Who's having problems eating a donut? Who's having... They show like a gif of this lady or a gif, if you prefer. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I legitimately do not know the right way to say it. I mean, it's it's beyond interest. It's no one cares about this anymore. But I don't know what you're yeah. supposed to say. I know I was supposed I to know, know five either. years ago, but I didn't. I didn't pay attention, and now I don't know. It's too late to ask now. It's like I'm I'm still wondering what color the dress is, but in this case, sincerely, I don't know. You know? Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I don't think it matters, and I think everyone has has sincerely moved on, and it's only something that stupid people talk about. Um, well, let's get another minute on it, and then we'll be done. <laughs> anyway, they show this lady eating one of these accordion fucking things, and it's like, yeah, I guess it works. I mean, you could fucking uh, demonstrate anything like working if you try hard enough. It's like, who the fuck cares about this? Yeah. 
Nobody, nobody gives a shit about fucking. You could legitimately eat a burger know. out of a cup. I mean, you would just have to squeeze I mean, the cup can. a little it's bit. The fu- there's, a, there's a reason why burgers are the number one car food because you can eat it on the go. It's, a, I mean, it's it fits in your hand and it's, uh, like got all these slobs driving around, uh, spilling, dropping fries, and running off the road. And think about what happens after you get below the horizon of yeah. the burger buddy. Well, so they they yeah, so they show you're you're tilting or moving the burger once it gets below a certain threshold. But it's like well, I guess you know what I'm doing that you anyway. Just, you're not saving any time. Truly, a fucking meaningless product if there ever was one. But check it out. Look at how much they've raised. Yep. $14,000 of $9,000. So people have said, this is fucking cool and I need one and ASAP. And here's the kicker on this. And this is why it's been funded is it's British. So that's that's where we're at on this. Yeah, it's $14,000, but in reality, they wanted 7,000 British pounds and they got 10,800 pounds. So they, uh, I mean, that's just like British people don't know how to eat. So it's okay. I understand. <laughs> they need help eating. So it's not, it'll never come over here. Fucking eating blood pudding all the time over there. That's what they're eating. This is, that's what they eat over look, here. They eat blood pudding. They do. I'm not kidding. And it's, it's actually good. Uh, uh, Warren Wu says, How narrow can you compress it? If you are avoiding carbs and get a bunless burger, will it squeeze tightly enough? <laughs> Bro. This, you got bigger fucking shit to worry about. James Oliver says, I can see these especially helping with sloppy joes. LOL. Bro, you're at home. What are you talking about? <laughs> get a plate. Bro, what are you doing? I don't understand. I've even I'm not I'm not like a I'm not like a guy who's scared of getting a little bit messy or anything. But if I truly thought I could not handle a sloppy joe, if it was too sloppy. I made them extra sloppy for yes. If it was too sloppy, that was a drop from the movie. I didn't have it. Or I would have played it for sure. I would. I would actually. I would literally use a knife and fork before I got a burger buddy out of the cabinet and put my fucking burger in there and started licking the silicone. Yeah, you don't need to bring outside tools into this transaction that we have here. Yeah, we, we have. It's pretty straightforward, and it's going to be over. In maybe 30 seconds to a minute here. So we don't need to do a lot of prep. We don't need to get a lot of tools or resources in the burger situation. God, man. We're good. Unreal. One of the weirdest weirdest designs for something. I've. I, it almost seems like it had to have been something else. Like, is this... Is this like a sexual thing? Is this... I, I don't know. I don't know what this could... This yeah, has to be something to else. It's the nuts accordion. <laughs> Put your nuts in it and you squeeze them. Protects your underwear. Um, you actually get four of them for $14. So if that seems like a good deal to you, you can still go get that now. I don't know. Bizarre. The whole fam. Yeah. Oh, my God. Telling you. Hey, kids, where's your burger buddy? Are you eating without your burger buddy? I thought we said we had to have burger buddies when we ate, right? Fucking psycho. Have we talked about this? Ah, uh, okay, Mike. My next one, I think you're really gonna like. Oh, I think you. Oh, I think you're gonna fucking love it, dude. I think you're gonna lose your mind. It's called the world's first car wireless mobile phone controller. Okay, mobile phone distraction rates are higher than ever. Despite the media attention and all the costly incident reduction campaigns, the statistics are staggering. According to the Virginia Tech Transportation Institute, 
looking at your cell phone or GPS device while driving increases the risk the risk of an accident by 200%. Okay. People still find drunk driving more dangerous than texting while driving, but the risk of accident while using a cell phone is six times higher than the risk of a DUI accident. So kind of a nice endorsement of drinking uh, drinking and driving there. Um, <laughs> so a lot of stuff about how bad it is to use your cell phone in the car. And I will say from time to time we've joked about texting while driving on here. And people have even said, hey, don't joke about that on the show because people will do it if they hear you talking about it or whatever. Yeah, we carry a lot. I mean, we have... A lot of influence here on the show, and yeah. people will usually do exactly what we tell them to do. They might hear so. us talking about texting while driving and go, well, that does seem like it would cut down on a lot of my boredom in the car yeah. and also catching up on text when I get to where I'm going. So I might just kill two birds <laughs> with one stone and text while I'm in the car. Doing a little web browsing at 80 mile an hour. So obviously... Perfect time to do it. Obviously do not do that. However... I don't think this device is the one that is going to get you off of that habit if you are already on it. And uh, to explain, I will play the video so uh, we can take a look at what it's, what it's actually doing. All right. I don't think there's any talking. I'm going to turn the music down. But you can see this, Mike. You see what he's doing? So what you think would be happening here... So this is like a... This is like a, what? Like a touchpad on the steering wheel? Yeah, you might. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a joystick without the joystick, or maybe it actually is a joystick. I can't really tell from the video, but the it attaches to your steering wheel and then connects, I think, wirelessly to your phone, which is mounted up on here on one of your other fucking mount things, and you can control it with the joystick and like go through and so, it like hovers over the apps and selects the apps for you. Okay. Which you can then well, look at yeah. on your phone while you are driving. So that's uh, that's so stupid. That's so stupid. I, just buy a fucking. I mean, I guess you know, like, but just buy a fucking stereo that has the shit built in and stop touching it while you're driving. Brand new cars now are are. I don't know how effective they are. I've never used any of them, but brand new cars now actually do have gesture controls in them. They may be funky or silly or corny or whatever. But, like, some new cars have, like, you put your hand up in the air and do gestures to control your phone. Like, we are getting to the point where even if you don't think voice control works, which, if you're in the fucking car, you can do a a lot of stuff with your voice at this point. Even if it's not built into the car, even if you don't have CarPlay or Android Auto, whatever. There's a lot of stuff you can do while you are still looking at the road and having your hands on the wheel. But, and and I don't say this lightly, I do believe that... Actively leaning over and touching your phone is safer than this product. I really do think that because this is this is the same exact thing except for it is even less like how you normally use your phone because you are now using basically a video game controller the size of your steering wheel to interact with it instead of just touching what you want. Yeah, it makes it makes no fucking sense. I mean... Maybe it makes sense for this guy because he's he's built the technology he's used to it or whatever. But getting people to adopt this technology is just so fucking stupid. Don't do this. I mean, <laughs> don't do this. Really, bro. imagine being at home and like a lot of people have tablets, right? Like you you want to pull up uh, yeah. Netflix on your tablet and watch it. You know how easy that is, right? You push the button and then you hover over the app. You you tap the app and it opens up and then you start watching it, right? Well, you gotta you gotta sign in. You gotta remember if you had an account. Did you have an account? Forget the you hit that forget password. What create another? What one. email did I use? Fuck. <laughs> um, Doing this in the car, but 
But imagine like getting out an N64 controller and controlling your iPad with that at home. Yeah, I would. Yeah. What's that going to yeah, take? Like three times as much time, four times as much time. Yeah, but like, and you're <laughs> twice as distracted yes! or whatever. <laughs> it's because it's not intuitive. They've already they've already made it as easy as you put, hold the thing and you touch the screen. That's I mean, but I understand yeah. you're you're trying to get off the screen, but you're. You're still touching something. You're still doing this something. Is, this is a device to, not to keep you from interacting with your phone. Yeah, it's not to keep you from being distracted. It's to have plausible deniability when you are pulled over. My hands yeah. never left the wheel. As you can see, what, what do you mean? You think I'm controlling my phone with what, a joystick? What are you, crazy? I mean, that's the only, that's the only scenario for this. So stupid. Actively dangerous as well, I think. Um, and this is $136 pledged of $15,990. Nine uh, dollars. Uh, this guy says, I'm an electronics engineer who, like most people, didn't like the nine to five grind, so I'm a full time Uber driver as well now. This is where I got the idea of a device that I believe every car owner needs. We're always on our cell phones, even while driving. Even with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay, we still need to take eyes off the road and touch our screens or cell phones. But as an Uber driver, it is very dangerous, and hence this revolutionary idea. So this guy's uh, out there, ready to pick you up. So hop into this guy's car. <laughs> <laughs> driving with a fucking playstation controller yeah that would be that would be cool actually i didn't i actually did not see this until now because it, it only happened two hours ago someone left a comment um i pledged only to be able to leave a comment i wonder if you uh read and understood the text you placed with this product yourself by using your mobile phone you have 200 percent more chance to cause an accident 25 percent of all accidents are because the driver was using his mobile phone by using a remote control, your attention will still be on your phone and not on the road. So did you create this product to avoid fines or to create a, create a false illusion that you can use a mobile phone safely while driving? Great question here from Tom. I mean, gets this guy right in the right in the nuts hole of his underwear. And uh, yeah. the creator replies, This device, just like any other function on our steering wheels like music control and navigation or cruise control, helps us to take a call or cancel and use basic features that we use no matter if a fine is there. So we have this device not to be distracted while on the road, and it's for those people who, no matter what, will continue to use their phone, risking everyone's life, so just reducing the time we take off the road. That's word salad. It made no sense whatsoever, and the other guy was right. So that's, uh, <laughs> I mean, the thing, your steering wheels do have controls, but yeah. it's very easy to hit volume up with your thumb and then hear that the volume went up and then be done with the interaction. Right. Whereas this, and you're you're gonna answer a call. Most, I mean, yeah, my car's what 2016. It has call uh, controls on the steering wheel and shit. I mean, yeah, it works because you're, now do. you're talking on the phone. That's how you know it works. Whereas this is like, yeah, yeah. How do I know what my, the fucking thing is hovering over? I don't even know if that will work. I'm surprised that yeah, that will I mean, even work. What you got to control it with your left hand, yeah, and then look at the screen with your eyeballs, yeah, and like. You're moving the thumbstick around and it's hovering over icons and then you press it down to select an icon and then what? Like it jumps to... I don't know. There's no there's no audio so silly. cue. I, I don't know what you could possibly... Oh, stupid. Yeah. Anyway. That's dumb. World's Spend first. time trying to figure this. I know. We did more work than this guy did. <laughs> what do you got, Mike? Ah, uh, that was poopy. Um, I got some called the Slice Cube, JF. The Slice Cube... All right. This is a ice cube tray. We've eliminated all the flaws of the old ice cube tray and created a system that easily makes and stores lots of big, fresh ice cubes. Um, 
So this is an ice cube tray that you fill up. It has a hole in it. it comes apart. There's two different sections to it. Yeah, it has a middle part that you pull out. It separates the ice cubes. Like a guillotine um, almost. Yeah, it's like a... How to describe this one? It's like a big self-contained unit that has a... I mean, making ice cubes is a pain in the rump, J.F. You have an ice cube maker. Well, and, uh, and quite frankly, it is also a pain in the ass. I mean, it really does. It sucks. It's broken once. It feels like it's on its way to breaking again. Um, whenever you talk... One of the coolest things about uh, having uh, shitty, cheap appliances that break all the time, um, full of electronics and computers and components that aren't meant to last very long, um, and warranties that won't cover them even if you buy them, is that you do get to talk to really knowledgeable people in the field of appliance repair, which is dwindling, um, because no longer we focus on sustainability or anything like that. Um, But it is interesting to talk to those people who have learned this trade, and... yeah. When I when I used to when I used to have an actual job, we I had this guy, this <laughs> printer repair guy, come to the office one time. He was just like the nicest guy, and he just uh just knew so much shit. His old guy. Yeah, it's so cool. it's incredible the breadth of knowledge that these people have. Um, but then again, a lot of them are racist, so yeah, which is can't really save a lot of. Which is why the next time my ice maker goes out, I'm throwing this fucking thing in the landfill, so I don't have to deal with one of these motherfuckers. Okay, kick it under the fridge, bro. Okay, I yeah. don't like to hear that. Next time it breaks, but um, but you know they'll come in and they'll they'll tell you exactly why the design of it is so flawed, and I think that's really interesting to hear because you're talking about what like a two thousand dollar appliance sometimes, and they're like, oh yeah, this is yeah this is going to fail within eighteen months, like pretty much no matter what because it's just so stupid. And the reason it's stupid is basically, eventually you get, you realize you're like, oh, it's stupid because of me, because I need an ice maker in my refrigerator and I need it to be this fucking big. And that's just like, yeah. there's just physics problems with that, right? Like you just can't, you just can't do that. So, um, the whole process of making ice is completely fucked. I think the only way to do it, and I hope to do this someday, is to get the undercounter ice maker that will make me sonic ice. And then I'll just never fuck with any of this shit ever again. Yeah, that'd be nice, huh? Oh man, that'd be so nice to get all that ice. Um, but in the meantime, yeah, I'm either I'm either dealing with a dodgy thing in the fucking refrigerator, or you've got these trays. I I think I remember coming over to your house for the first time ever, like six years ago, and noting your ice cube tray because it was it was a a silicone tray, and I thought that that was a good yeah. idea because of how easily you can pop the ice cubes out. But also, there was only space for four ice cubes, which not very much ice you're constantly yeah, refilling and i will i will say i've upgraded to six uh to, i got two of the two six uh cube trays and i have some long ice also now so I, my ice is pretty good yes. but still refilling the ice all the time sucks huge pain in the uh balls yeah it sucks it sucks nobody likes doing it it does suck uh let's play the video to get an idea of how these people are doing it are you still using your grandparents ice cube tray we were and we were sick of it. Always running out of ice. Even with three or four trays in the freezer, it would happen. And at the worst of times, we've all been there. The anger, so much anger. The disbelief, the sadness. You deserve a better system. We were also fed up with the awkward filling and carrying to the freezer. See, that's why no one wants to fill them. It's a bad system. And how about the crumbs and mysterious droppings in the tray? No one likes that. And this is the part where I went, what's up, dude? 
Are you getting, you're getting crumbs and stuff in your ice? What are you doing? Can you explain ice? this to me? I don't, I don't understand. I guess when you have like frozen food and you have an open fish stick bag and you turn it around and it maybe gets crumbs. I mean, they show a zoomed in picture of this lady holding an ice cube tray with like five cubes in it. And many of the cubes have black flecks in them. And also some of them have been frozen sure. inside the cubes. This is a plant, obviously. I'm not sure what that's, yeah. But is this like... I'm not sure what that's about. It's like pepper? I don't know. I, my The stuff in my freezer is relatively clean, I feel. I even for a while had a... I finally tossed it, but I had a I had a little container of grapes that I had in there that I would just go through and eat from time to time. Frozen grapes. We've talked about how frozen grapes are a great snack. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. And it was just an open container in the freezer. And I, I didn't have like trash in my freezer. It wasn't like junk. There wasn't like grapevines everywhere or like goop or anything it just stayed in a little i don't get it maybe people i don't know maybe people get goop i yeah i I don't know what you guys are doing with your goop and stuff other than that the design seems like it seems fine they seem to have an enthusiasm for ice that i don't think i have i mean when my ice maker was broken i was just like well i'll just stop drinking i'll stop i'll have no ice i'll just i just won't have a cold drink yeah that's fine fine suffer but these ice cubes are fucking huge, dude. Do you see the size of the cubes themselves? They're in- 28 large cubes um, is what it says here. Double-sided ice cube tray. These are like the... What I, don't, what, I don't, what I don't understand is the mechanism. I can't wrap my head around how it separates the ice. I mean, it seems to work in this guillotine style that you described, but I guess I'd have to hold it in my hand to see. I can't tell how many trays they are using... To, like, demonstrate the product in the gifts. Because, like, I see the one where it's filling it up in the sink. Okay, I can get that. And then I see it going in the freezer. Is that two of them put together? Is that two trays combined? It must be, right? I think it is. Okay, so then you take the, you take the top of it off. And then you take the sliding part out underneath. I actually, I'm not sure what else, either. What else we got? What else we got in here? We got some wild blueberries. We got some uh, pepperoni. Is pepperoni? You keeping pepperoni in the freezer? Yeah, I'm not doing that. We got that. a Ziploc of something over here on the right-hand side. I'm not sure what that is. I don't know what these guys are doing. I mean, they're, again, now it's a, it's a Canadian thing. They're in Canada. It's a, it's a bread in the in the freezer, open bread in the freezer. I mean, I, I think I can see where your gunk is coming from. You just have, like, these fucking containers. Is that... It's a disaster in here. Wait, is that soup? It's rice? I think it's soup. Well, that's... Okay. But there's also... I don't know. Does that say big country bean? Is that big country grab and, bean? Soup? Grab and go. Big big country raw grab and go. So what is this? Big country raw grab. Careful with that search. You think you're gonna get a grizzly's porno people. <laughs> uh turkey dinner. What are what are these? Oh my god. Food for pets. It's dog food. What? In the freezer. Yeah. It's dog food. Okay. All right. So you're okay. So the flakes of stuff in your ice is dog food. All right, man. <laughs> That's cool. Rock on. Yeah. I mean, I'd get it. I'd get one. I don't. Why not? Uh, if I saw it in the store and I needed an ice cube tray, I think I would still look for the flexible one over this because it's very big. Um, yeah, I think so. Also. But anyway, twenty five ninety three of sixty thousand dollars us uh 80 backers 40 days to go they want a lot of money for this that's a lot of money for a slice cube um yeah yeah all right uh i've got one 
one last one on my end, Mike, that I think you're really going to like. It's called Apple Man. This is the number one healthy lifestyle superhero movie. And now I'm going to play the video, which essentially amounts to a trailer for the film. Uh, so why don't you grab your popcorn and enjoy. We expected an attack to come from deep space, but evil was much closer. A thousand-year-old beast of darkness came to exterminate mankind. Dr. Burgerman. We need help. Appleman. He's the result of a top-secret experiment. The military was working on creating a generation of super soldiers by mixing human DNA with the DNA of an apple. They wanted to use him as a weapon, but Appleman wouldn't play by their rules. What the hell do you want from me? Humanity's in danger. Dr. Bergerman has declared an open season on humanity. What do we know about him? He has followers. Professor Sausage, Cola Woman, Colonel Booze. Win it back up, my team. Cherry Woman, Captain Cabbage, Super Carrot Dog, and Apple Girl. Your ex-girlfriend? She's a badass. Your planet is just cheese on my burger. Our abilities were given for a reason. Some of us will die, but we will save billions of lives. All right. So. You don't want to watch the rest of it? I think I'm done. You done? Thinking about okay. it. This is, uh, this, is, this is one of those movies. I'm actually having a hard time with this because, you know, on the Golf King stream, we've been watching movies on Saturdays. Um, and what I've really enjoyed is the, the Frank D'Angelo films. Um, we really would like to watch the Neil Breen movies if they get on uh, the watch party feature on Twitch and Amazon. I'd love to do that. Um, but what I really like, Mike, and we've been going through Mike-tober as well, which is another angle on this. Um, I like the movies that are not, they're not intentionally shitty. Right, right. Say, yeah, it's the same thing. Like uh, I think we talked about this a long time ago, where it was just like the uh, the asylum films, where they're just uh, intentionally bad, and yeah. nobody actually enjoys them. Nobody can figure out why they keep making them. Uh, that's not good to me. But the the ones where people have earnestly tried, yes, that's that's really great to me because it's a unique point of view that you get when someone is just. I mean like D'Angelo, who just has access to so much money that he can do whatever he wants to fulfill his weird fantasy. That's very funny. And who is the guy? Is it Jack Ma? The, the really rich businessman who got, um, yeah, who got, uh, like the couple of the martial arts, uh, actors, uh, Donnie Yen. Um, and, uh, let's, oh shit. Who else was in that movie? Was it the protector guy? Was Tony John in it as well? I can't remember who it was, but he like, he got them to make a movie for himself and he like kicked both of their asses. I'm not saying I'd like to see that movie, but a lot of times you get these weird 
these weird points of view whereas if you're yeah if you're making an asylum movie that's like a parody that's not even really supposed to be all that funny and throughout the movie there's like nods to how shitty the movie is it's just like i mean i wish you had just done something else yeah you know yeah i want i want you to actually think you're doing something good and i'm not gonna laugh yeah, don't at be you in but on, don't be in on the joke you know it's you ruined it yeah i that's how i feel and now this one has an extra layer of being made by a guy who maybe doesn't speak english as a first language because some of the dialogue in it is so strange that if an, a native english speaker were making it you would go well this guy's just really weird but in this case i don't think you can say he's really weird it's just like there's something lost in translation here you would never even if you bought into the concept of apple man right you then would not team him up with cherry woman right right you just it's somehow it just hit somehow the wrong. uh somehow uh lower on the on the on the food chain here than uh Uwe Boll movies yeah right like the fucking uh postal and uh all that garbage nasty so weird uh so strange so like but the movie itself doesn't look like it looks better than a lot of stuff I have seen actually and I don't know I don't know what to attribute that to is this the guy's skill or or I don't know what it is I'm not saying it looks good either but it like like it's shot in a competent way in in the way that some of those low those bargain basement Amazon Prime movies look like we shot them basically um whereas this looks like it's composed by somebody yeah. who knows what they're doing whether they're using all their skills to make apple man i don't know but they there's some people who know what they're doing on this um yeah it says born and raised in ukraine i've been working on in the television industry for 12 years Blah, blah, blah. I always dreamed about making an outstanding, unique, and crazy as hell movie. I got working on said movie and eventually wrote a script for Apple Man, spending all my savings to film several scenes and make a trailer for Kickstarter. Oh, no. You hate to see that, huh? You hate to see that. I don't, uh... Oh, my God, man. I don't really know about this. I don't know. It, I, what I'm trying to say is I can't tell if this is the funny kind or the not funny kind, because it seems like it's in on the joke, but also it seems even weirder than it realizes that it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know yeah. if this is, I, yeah. would this be enjoyable to watch? Do you think based on the scenes we just saw? Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. But, uh, you got guys like croissant monster, professor, professor sausage. I mean, it's just, it's, I think the fact that it is trying to be funny is what dooms it for me ultimately. Yeah, yeah, this is it, crap. If it were hyper serious, maybe I could be into it a little bit. But you know, by the time you see the the flaming outline of a burger imprinted onto a city skyline, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't think this is not exactly what I want. But this guy does seem to know how to work a camera and stuff, so whatever. Um, I don't know that I need to see the continuing adventures of Pepperman and Captain Cabbage and stuff. Uh, but if I did, I could pay 60 bucks and get a Blu-ray. Um, you can get uh, some digital backgrounds there, a song download. Let's see, what's the highest one you can... Uh, well, you can really give them a lot of money if you want. Um, oh, for $120, you could name a character. That's already been taken by somebody. So somebody put a character in here that fits right along with Super Carrot Dog. And I'm excited to see which one that is. 
for for ten grand you could be yeah. a producer. Okay, uh, you can. You'll be at the after party. You get a mask of Doctor Bergerman, um, and then you'll get God of Donuts rewards, which is a day with the director as well. The Blu-ray, the day with the director, all that. Lord of Burritos, yawn, all that kind of yawn. stuff. So the guy who I mean, this guy really thinks food is funny, and I think that I don't think food is funny anymore. I think I'm tapped out on finding food funny. So poop, poop is funny. Poop is funny. Make a make a movie about poop. Poop man, poop man and pee girl. Um. $43,000 pledged of $118,000, 116 backers, 29 days to go. I don't know. Maybe it'll find its niche, but I shan't be watching it at this time, Mike. So what is your last one? I hope, you know, that was like a kind of a cringy internet thing. I really hope yours isn't because I don't think I could take two of them back to back. Too Many Doggos, a card game made for dog lovers, JF. This is uh, one of those games you play with your friends. This is uh, Adopting a dog is life-changing. In the world of Too Many Doggos, you each run an animal shelter to keep families and help families find amazing dogs that have so much love to give. It is now Adoption Day. It's your mission to help as many doggos as possible find forever homes. Um, So you just got to, like, match doggo with this family well it wouldn't be a doggo themed uh kickstarter if we didn't play the video and have to hear someone else say the word a lot so i'm gonna do that now (laughs) hi we are sharon and jane and we created too many doggos a fun competitive card game where each player runs a pet shelter with a mission to find loving homes for as many dogs as possible meet top top meet brownie and many more doggos each doggo has their own story and unique traits in each round, hopeful people will visit your shelter and look for a dog that best fit their unique needs. Compete to offer every person the best match dog and give your dogs the best chance by leveling them up, sabotaging the other players, and even throwing chaos into the game. With every game we ship, we will donate a portion of proceeds to help dog shelters and rescues find loving homes for real dogs. Get to- Wait, what's a dog shelter? Doesn't you mean... Does you mean uh, dog doggo uh, doggo zoomy center? Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean real dogs. Um, People love being cute. They love being the uh, yeah, they do funny and cute. Yeah, they do, and that's okay Not to be me. cute actually. Uh, yeah, me neither. Not me. Um, so this is just a little card game, and look, maybe it helps some. Uh, shall I say it? Should I say that? Will you fucking dare me to say it, dude? Maybe it helps people. No, I was gonna say doggos. Okay. Um Uh-oh. I don't think I would play I don't think I would play the game. Um I don't think I would like to play the dog sh- I don't think I would like to play the dog shelter game. Oh, you're playing it. I just bought us two copies of the game. Okay, one you're playing one it. copy would Both seemingly really. suffice. We um <laughs> we've been homeschooling and one of the books that we found it's like a it's not a workbook it's like a read-along book that has some problems in it as well that uh, we can do with the kids and aside from the occasional thing about god in there like most homeschool materials uh, that we just try to skip just kind of let's just get to the math section of this um there there was a whole there was a whole chapter there's a whole god has god has three sheep and if he takes (laughs) two away who's god who's god right right um so there is, there was a whole book that's about dogs and it's pretty good. And there's a lot of stuff in there that uh, they can, they, they like doing it and it's challenging and everything. 
Um, but then I realized that towards the end of the book, like in the last couple of chapters, it was setting up a storyline where the main character had to save 30 dogs in the dog pound before they are put under, killed, um, before the dogs are killed this is, in the shelter. This is for a, ch- a child? And I stopped it. To see? I stopped it. I stopped doing it in the middle of it. And I waited for my wife to come home and I was like, did you know what this fucking, do you know what this thing is about? It's about the guy saving the dogs before they can be put down. Wow. And she's like, uh, yeah, I know. It's fine. I said, oh, <laughs> I said, oh, okay. So we did it. And then he saves the dogs and the dogs are fine or whatever. And I guess it's good that, I guess it's good for a kid to reckon with that. You know that, Hey, that happens. They just, they just didn't, they just didn't think about the, what if it, what, they didn't save it. They just didn't think they just not thinking about that. They didn't go there. Yeah. They weren't like, what if you couldn't come up with the money to save the dogs or whatever? Yeah. Know. Maybe kids are just, they just don't think they're just, you tell them everything's fine and yeah, they don't, they don't know the inside you're fighting a battle every day. Yeah. Uh, $2,000, $2,011 pledged. Great year of $2,000, 38 backers, 27 days to go. They made it. They made it. So this will be featured on, uh, you know, an, uh, uh, keeping up with the, an old kick. Oh, it should be called keeping up with an old Kickstarter. What the fuck? That's what we should have called it. Yeah. The Kardashians. Keeping up with, keeping up with the Kickstarters. Oh my God. How the fuck have we not called it that? How do we didn't do that? That's We didn't okay. do that. It's that from now on. So that's so good. And I'm going to get a drop of whatever song. I hope they used a good song on the show. Uh, let me see. Did they use a good song on the, what does their theme song sound like? Keeping up. No idea. Come on. No you idea. know what it sounds like. Give it to me. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Wow. YouTube autofill. No, wow. Even. Uh, K- K- Kim Kardashian was the most savage moments. No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> uh, just imagine what that is. <laughs> let's see. Moments we'll never forget. Is it? Good? My earrings gone. Oh my God, she lost her earrings. In the... Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. My God, my earrings. <laughs> what did he give her? iPad regift. A big one, the massive one. Yes. Sh- I gave it to him for Christmas. Did you give him a keyboard or no? Yes, a keyboard, a pen, and an iPad. Are those two women the same woman? Is she talking to herself? He re-gifted I'm so mad. I would have given that to someone else. I'm going to tell him to give it back to me. Kendall, you need to call him right now. Call him right now and say, I want it back, and see what he says. This is so... They found out somebody did a re-gift. Yo, um, can I have my iPad back? Well, I mean, you gave it. Bible, I want my iPad, my pen, and my keyboard back. What? What pen? It came with an iPad, a pen, and a keyboard, and I want it all back. Because a pencil, if you're not going to use it, I have someone who actually really is dying for it. One, I'm annoyed. Two, I'm actually hurt that you re-gifted my gift. Don't these chicks have like a billion dollars? Yeah, do you have, a, do you have anything else you could be doing? Well, how much is the iPad? Like 900, 900 bucks? What are you talking about? I understand that they're they're being like facetious and it's just they're doing it for TV. But yeah, is anyone believing this fucking shit? I guess a just lot go of people buy do. another iPad. The the regifting you, I mean, thing. You, you, I can't believe you don't have several iPads. You're, I mean, you're Kylie Jenner or whoever the fuck. Whichever you are. one you are, you have a lot of them. You, you, I mean, you go to like people gift those to you. They have to gift those to you constantly. <laughs> Um, so stupid. That is, uh, that's really cool. I, I think maybe, I think maybe they keeping up with the Kardashians debunked officially <laughs> debunked on this show. 
They did not buy. They did it. the regifting thing a little bit better than Seinfeld did. I think it was funnier when they did it than when Seinfeld had that. But I, th- I think this was yeah. This was this was smarter. This was a smarter way because you got an iPad. You actually say the product. That's actually cool. They probably got paid ten million dollars to say iPad on the show. Probably, yeah. Hey, what if we create a fake uh, thing where you regifting an iPad? Excellent, excellent idea. That's great. That's great, Kim. That'll float the network for the next five years. Thanks for doing that. Very cool. Um, all right, Mike. I guess that's the end of the show. But first, we do have to read a classic email. So let's hear the song. You're going to want to contact Blackheads. You're going to want to talk to Mike and JF. You're going to want to call 802-359-KISS. Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Galatine. All right, Mike, it's time to read an email. This one comes to us from Holly. He says, hey, Mike and JF, on this week's episode number 170, you guys t- talk about a little bit late to the party. We're on 172 already. Catch up. Uh, you guys talked about some type of cooler, maybe on the old Kickstarter update. Uh, not sure. wasn't really listening. And then Mike brought up the coolest cooler. About a month or so ago, I found out that a family friend actually backed the coolest cooler when it came out uh, on Kickstarter. She received a letter in the mail. Uh, basically, it's a final notice from uh, the Oregon Department of Justice in order to claim the $20 payment from the settlement. And she attached a picture of the form letter that this friend got in the mail. It's legit. They sent they sent out a thing that says, "Hey, you want your twenty bucks from the coolest cooler?" Well, here you go. Um, she's actually actually she says she doesn't know if she sent it back to get the the twenty dollars. Did we talk about the Did we talk about the coolest cooler when it came out? That was so long ago. I don't feel like we I did. I don't remember. I don't remember. I think maybe that was before. I don't our time. I don't know. And did the twenty dollars come out to people who didn't get refunds only, or people who did get refunds? I, you know, that's the kind of thing I'm not. I don't really know anything about that. No idea. I'm still waiting on, uh, what was that one? What was that uh, big one? What? The, 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 uh, the one we ordered? Wasn't there like a, no, wasn't there one like a settlement that we were all entitled to or something? And oh. everybody was like, oh yeah. What was that? What the, was that the, like the, a credit, ago? the credit bureau one? Wasn't that one? <laughs> yeah. And then there was a second was one like, after that as well with a similar setup. Yeah. <laughs> and like six months later, it was like, everybody will get nine dollars yeah and you have to jump through several hoops to get it it's like that's fine have you ever gotten have you ever gotten anything like that have you ever gotten a single thing from a class action or anything no not at all um not at all the only thing i've gotten is i remember one time i mean this is fucked this sounds like a joke actually but it is real do you remember when Red Bull got got nailed with a class action settlement because of the it gives you wings thing. It doesn't actually give you wings. <laughs> Did you get money from that? Well, you That's so stupid. No, you could choose to either get like a check for $8 or a four pack of Red Bull. And I chose the four pack of Red Bull. So at one point, Sick. a four pack of Red Bull showed up to my house and I got to drink all of it. And that was the best Red Bull I ever had thanks to my lawyers. You know, the only ever, other one I've had is like some. Uh, I went through McDonald's one day, and uh, yeah, 
I got. I ordered a hot coffee. I said, "Give me a hot coffee. I want as hot as you could possibly make it." Okay. And I go to get it from the window. You know, they open up the window and they're like, uh, "Here's your coffee." And kerplunk, right in my lap goes all the coffee and spills all over my genitals and totally fucks them all up. And I got uh, twenty eight dollars from that. That's not bad. Was your underwear okay? Not bad at all. No, because I have the huge oh, hole in the crotch of it. It went directly on my nuts and totally, basically destroyed my nuts. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, anyways, thank you for uh, the email, Holly. That's really cool. And uh, thanks for the high-resolution image of uh, the form as well. We'll be printing that out and sending it in to the Oregon Department of Justice and claiming $20 on behalf of the show. So Committing a... Committing a little fraud. Not bad. It's nice. Not bad. All right. Anyways, that's the show, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is uh, we finished up Miketober as well. So if you haven't heard any of that, go over onto the Patreon page and check that out. A lot of great goofs and guests and ghoulies and ghosties over there. That was a fun thing to do, Mike. Thanks for doing it. You did a great job with it. We all love you so much. Um, it says here, written by Mike in the document we share. It says, you're the number, you're the number one guy, and we couldn't do it without you, is what it says here. So, Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, getting some stuff you don't want, I got, uh, I got uh, my fucking neighbors, you know? Yes. They came up. Uh, I got to tell you this real quick. No. <laughs> Outside, going to my car, my neighbor intercepted me. I know people, like, love hearing about my neighbor because he's so insane. Yes. But, uh not much has happened recently he was just uh i went outside and he like intercepted me and he's like hey hold on he went back inside he comes outside wearing like a or he holding like a pair of jeans and he's like maybe you maybe you'll like these and i'm like first off i won't like these jeans that you're giving me that are like uh rock aware jeans (laughs) i'm not gonna wear and he's like, maybe if, hey, if they don't fit, give them back. I'm like, I, now I don't, you know, now I don't know what to do. Do I give them back and say they don't fit? Just lie to him? I don't know what to do. It's so awkward now. Yeah, that is strange. I would just take the jeans probably. <clears throat> I took the jeans. They're in my fucking, they're in the trunk of my car now. And I'm like, now I'm just driving around with these jeans in my car. Yeah. But he was, they also, they went to the fucking airport the other day. And they had me call them a lift on their phone. They couldn't figure out how to operate their own phone oh, to call boy. a lift. So I had to like help them like uh again with like a lift to get them to the airport. And then they uh sorry, dude, this all like just happened like yesterday. But they um <laughs> <laughs> trying to like decompress. Uh they uh yeah, so they left and they called me from the on the way to the airport in the lift and they're like, We forgot we didn't don't know if we closed our front door i'm like you don't know if you closed your front door okay that's like the first thing i do when i leave the house so i go over and I make sure it's locked you know and um and i i it is it it was not locked so thankfully they call me oh wow this is a huge fucking mess man i gotta move out of here so i went i went i went over there and i went uh I tested the lock and I got, it was actually open. So I walk in, you know, I'm like looking around to make sure the back door's closed, make sure the windows are closed, make sure all this stuff is closed, JF. Sure, yeah. Like a good neighbor. Stay from his area. So um, uh, I go in the house, you know, and it's so dark. It's so dark in there. And uh, lights are off. And uh, I don't want to turn the lights on, you know, it's not my place. So I go, you know, and I'm walking around, checking the windows, checking the doors, you know. 
And I started to hear a sound come from the back of the house. It sounds like a rattling, you know? So I'm like, I'm kind of on edge. I'm kind of scared at this point, JF, you know? What is this sound, you know? So I go, I go towards the back of the house. And I'm like looking around, scrounging around in the back, you know, moving stuff around, you know, trying to figure out where the stuff's come from. And there's a basement door back there. You know, my house doesn't have a basement. These houses that we have are pretty identical, but they have a basement, which threw me off because I was like, I don't have a fucking basement, you know? So I look at the door and the, the sound is definitely coming from the, the other, somewhere on the other side of this door. So I move the uh, boxes out of the way and I move the furniture and everything out of the way of the basement door and I I open the door and I step through, you know, pitch black, pitch black in there, JF. Couldn't see my hand in front of my face. So I go into this room in the back of the basement, JF, and it's, I mean, there's stuff everywhere. Looks like nobody's been down here in hundreds of years, you know, this place. So I, uh, you know, I light a candle to help me on my way in, in this, because uh, I can't see anything. There's cobwebs and just the stale air down there permeating through everything. I mean, I could smell it on my clothes after I left this place. And uh, so I uh, I make my way towards the back of this uh, this uh, cellar here, and I just feel a shiver down go down my spine, you know, when I see it. I see a big box in the middle of a room, you know. And it's uh, on printed on the side of the box. It says... Uh, destination United States of America origin Transylvania and at this point I'm saying at this point I'm saying you know hey hang on hold on one second so I uh, I'm not one to be deterred here I'm not one to run uh, turn tail between my legs and run uh, scared so I'm like I have to figure out what's uh, what this sound is because the sound is still going it's a thump thump sound you know so it's coming from inside of this box JF and uh, honest to god I was uh, never more scared in my life but as I said I had to press on so I opened the uh, I opened the box with the tool that I had laying there on the ground and uh Inside of this box, JF, was another box. And I says, I says, now what is this now? Some kind of, uh, you know, Jacob's Ladder of uh, boxes? Is this a, uh, and uh, so I, anyway, I uh, I, uh, I was like, well, I better open this uh, fucking coffin up, you know, because it was a coffin, JF. I haven't seen a coffin in many a year, but I know one when I uh, see it. And that that right there was a coffin. I looked at it. Had all the markings of a coffin, what looked like a lid, sides, and what I could only presume to be a bottom. And um, the sound is still still happening. And so it fa- in fact, it was uh, quickening the pace. So uh, as, the, as the thump continued, the rapid thumping inside of the coffin continued, so did my heart. My heart was beating about a mile a minute. And at one point, it actually matched the pace of the uh, the thumping. So I flung open the coffin, 
And it was at that at that moment my eyes adjusted to the dimly lit room and I could see I could see a figure inside the coffin, JF. And that figure started to rise up out of his resting place. And uh like I said, I could just finally see make out the stuff in the room, you know, and uh this person, this figure stepped forward and he was he was hunched over. He was pulling on himself, flicking his tongue like a snake. He looked possessed. He looked like a like a demon. But at the same time, I was no longer scared because uh, I noticed he was, it was just a Dracula. He was just masturbating. It was kind of sad, to be honest with you, to see. I mean, this is like Prince of Darkness. This is the guy who is 300 years old. He's immortal. You know, and here he is just uh, manipulating himself in front of me. It was kind of sad. I felt bad for him. And I said, Dracula, you old uh, dog, I knew it was you. I didn't know it was him, but uh, I just said that. And he uh, said, uh, it's been so wonderful uh, and so erotic getting caught by you masturbating all these times. And uh, I I just want to tell you. Uh, how much it means to me. And I was like, that is, that is honestly one of the nicest things anyone has ever said to me. And, uh, I said, you know what, Dracula? I said, uh, it's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come along. I said it's no problem, man. You can you can jack that damn thing anytime. And we shook hands and I walked away. I locked up and I came back home and that's the last time I ever saw him. Right here talking to you about another path. I know we love to hit the road and laugh.